What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 27 of Yo! The Business and Fitness Podcast with me, Steve Krebs, and my brother from another Slovenian mother, Luca Hosovar. And guys, today we're going to touch on what to do when the doors open back up, right? We know this COVID-19 outbreak that, man, it's tough right now. Gyms aren't able to be open, and we're all focused on transitioning from in-person to virtual. And, you know, that's the focus right now. But what Luca and I want to talk to you guys about today is like, hey, we have to have in the back of our minds a plan, structure, being organized for when things open back up. The truth of the matter is this will not last forever and we want you guys prepared and ready and start working on it right this second to start building on a plan, right? Because if you don't have a plan, when it, what happens if in two weeks this, this ends and they allow you to open back up, right? Wouldn't you rather be prepared for this? So Luca, why don't you jump in and kind of give these guys an idea of what you've been breaking down in terms of what you're gonna do at Bigger and you know, the whole plan and we'll go from there. So I think that actually, let me start off by prefacing. I mean, I know a lot of people wonder this. We've had a lot of our coaching guys reach out, ask questions specific to certain things as far as like what's going to work afterward, what's going to blow up. And to be honest, like, look, I, I study this stuff every day, talk to, you know, really smart people outside industry and in the industry to get the best type of wisdom and insights. And I can't 100% tell you, you know, like, uh, but if I had to roll a dice and put money on stuff, here's what I think is going to happen. Um, you know, I, I do think, I believe that people will come flocking back to gyms, to the right gyms, that is, the gyms with culture, um, the gyms that, you know, stayed in integrity, had character, took care of their people. I think those people, those those gyms are going to actually have a ton of uh foot traffic, which is just say, you know, it's, it's some people are like, Oh, people are going to be afraid of gyms. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, which is, I think great news. Uh, of course there, there's this part of weathering the storm, which I, with it, which I think is going to be challenging for a lot of gyms, but I do believe that it's going to be uh, good things afterwards. Now, look, good things don't just happen. You got to make them happen. So let, let me not sit here and, or, you know, and, and talk in a way as if you're just going to sit around and shit's just going to happen. You always got to put in the work. That's why we have this podcast. That's why we give out the resources that we do is to poke you and inspire you to take action because without action, nothing happens. Um, the other part of it is I actually think that, you know, that the higher level online coaching is, is going to get hurt. Um, that doesn't mean once again, look, if, if, if you do the right things and you position yourself and you have great authority and so on and so forth, uh, usually you're fine. But I think on average, it, it is going to get hurt because there's so much stuff flooding the online space right now. It's, it's insane. Um, you know, whether it's, and of course, people giving away a lot of stuff, valuable stuff in that realm that um, I think that a lot of people will kind of get the feeling of like, ah, oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't need to invest in the higher end stuff. Uh, as much or is it worth this much now like i said i'm talking about averages and i'm talking about uh you know the top five percent because you know that's kind of like a different story but um i do think that's going to happen and so what i what, what you know with with those with those two kind of insights and uh and the third insight that i do think that live streaming uh is going to be more of an option than ever because people are just now being exposed to it and realizing like, oh shit, like, well, I mean, that's your only option, right? Because for many people, it's the only option is to do workouts at home and, you know, get it in apps or, and, or get it live streaming, like what we're doing also uh, at Vigor. 
And people are realizing that it's possible to stay fit that way. Now, is it optimal? You know, is it better than coming in? Like, I hope I don't have to convince anybody that there's nothing, it's nothing close to, you know, coming in to coach. And I'm obviously biased, but man, like even we're, we're hearing it from our members, like all they want to do is come back in, not just because of the coaching and environment, but obviously the culture, the people, the coaches, the other, the other members, our tribe, right? Um, so, I, you know, I, I definitely don't think that you can really truly compare that. And so, of course, the, the drive is going to be to uh, either be working out at the gym or, you know, have access to stuff that's lower cost at home, meaning, you know, app workouts, uh, live streaming stuff. I think live streaming stuff uh, actually is very, very, uh, it's a big thumbs up. Let's just put it that way, right? I mean, we're, we're finding people that are very engaged with it. Like our classes are pretty much, I don't think we ever have less than 18 to 20 people in any one of the classes uh, live. Um, and we have 16 per week right now. And, and, uh, and that's, you know, that was a big kind of aha and showed us that, that, uh, you know, people are, because you can see them and you can talk to them and you, you know, whoever, but if you're doing Facebook live, I'm like, you know, Hey, what's up, Nikki? Hey, but you better not be running away. Like I, I got to see a picture of you sweating, you know, or I'll talk smack to somebody and then they'll respond like, guys, listen, put your hands up. If you're sore today, do you want to do a little extra mobility? You know, and then people are commenting, engaging, right? So when you're, when you're able to do that, um, it still creates that proximity. And so I do feel that afterwards, that's going to have a big, big value. And, and I'm going to lead into, you know, how to those thought processes that I, or should I say those principles that I'm talking about right now, how to integrate them once the, the gym opens back up. Now, first of all, uh, I personally think that when this is all, like, this is what I'm going to do. You guys do whatever you want. Uh, but <laughs> like, I'm throwing a party. You know what I mean? I already told everybody that like when, when we open back up, like we're throwing a party yes. for the members. Now, the thing is, I, I absolutely, you know, damn well we're doing it. But, but a big part of it, apart from the fact that I do like to two-step my a night away, is that, I, like, honestly, I just want to show so much appreciation for, for our clients. Um, for us, like I said, we're still at over 90, you know, we are getting some more, of course, as people, uh, you know, there's a lot of people losing jobs, but we're still at over 90% of, uh, of memberships from when we started. And, and like, I'm beyond grateful for that, you know, and, and that's work that was put in beforehand so that the culture is there. Um, and so of course, like, I want to show that appreciation, get everybody together, have fun, uh, and like, you know, everybody's even talking about how much more bonded they are. Well, we're going to create an experience that does even more of that. So I think that's very, very important. I think right now what you have to do um, besides, you know, servicing, we're, we're, we're pretty kind of, it feels almost normal now to have a virtual schedule. Um, you know, we're, we're week four here in Washington. And, and so that's kind of running and we're still obviously – talking about what to add, you know, how, how to make this stuff better. Uh, you know, I've, I've bought a bunch of whole, whole bunch of screening software and hardware so we can have multiple camera angles live. And uh, you guys will probably see it on Saturday's uh, charity boot camp. You'll probably see the camera work uh, happening if you, if you join us. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm already starting to map out, like, what do we do once the gym's, uh, when the, once the gym opens back up, you know, the sooner, the better, obviously, but um I think it's better to be prepared ahead of time than to, you know, it happens and then you're scrambling. So one of the things that we all agreed on that was stay was the cleanliness that we did for the last week before we shut down, which was constant, you know, cleaning stuff down, having set, we had seven or eight stations with, 
you know, uh, different cleaners and sprays. And, and we had these things before, but we quadrupled to quintupled it, right? So it's cleanliness. And, and as a team, you know, one of the things that we're talking about right now, as a team once a week, it's almost like a, a team experience that we clean the shit out of the gym, right, together. It's beyond just making it clean. It's like, it's, it's almost like a, a ritual for us to understand how important it is, you know, that the foundation of the gym, the cleanliness and, and making every client feel comfortable with that side of things and that we do it together. So um, we're working on that, like just to have a schedule for that uh, as well as, you know, separate cleaning in, in specific times. Uh, obviously we got a pretty big, big space, which makes it a little more difficult, which is why we got to be on top of it. But I think that's one of those things that absolutely, you know, uh, stays. Um, number Number two is we're definitely going to keep some of the virtual training and then give access to our members for to it for free. Um, and the goal will be obviously to open some of that up to, to people that are not current members of the gym because they're out of state, uh, different country, can't afford it, whatever, maybe and, and start creating a revenue stream from that. But the big part of it is that we're kind of learning what our members like and then giving them that for you know, just adding more value. Like my goal is like the app after this, we go up another phase of adding value to our current members, you know? So that is things like the be live interviews with split screens, Q and A's having virtual sessions weekly, you know, we'll, we're figuring out how much we're going to be able to do. Uh, obviously maybe not start with 16 a week like we have right now, cause we'll have regular classes, but um, with our team, we will we'll be able to do uh, I would say, you know, physical training while we have a room legitimately set up or we're setting it up right now for virtual training. So somebody could be running a physical class. Somebody could be running a virtual class at the same time, um, which then gives, you know, think, think about your members where, whether it's, they got a training session done, but they come home in the evening and now they can, you know, watch a virtual streaming, whether it's live or not, it's just, you know, saved on demand of mobility. They do a cool down mobility and it's like 30 minutes. And they can just, you know, go into whether it's a membership site or a group, <laughs> press, you know, start. And now they're, they're training along, right? Or if they're on the road and like, shit, man, I'm, you know, I'm out for like four days. But now they have the bodyweight program. They have a kettlebell program. They have a, you know, dumbbell program that we've done. Either they do it with us live or they do it because it's saved on demand. So, I mean, how big, that's a, that's a massive, obviously, uh, benefit for them. So, so that's one of those things that, uh, that I think is, is a huge value uh, and definitely makes a difference. The number three, this is, this, this is something that um, I'm actually working on right now, which will be available to, to coaches, but we're actually, it's doubling up. So imagine a, you could call it a membership site, you call it whatever you want, but a platform where we hold, like we, we, we house a lot of the coaching things like I have, you know, thousands, like legitimately probably a couple thousand videos of, of exercises, coaching, you know, and, and I'm organizing it all. So it becomes a platform for our coaches as well, where we upload internship programs for 12 weeks, so on and so forth. So basically it's how do you serve the coaches and give them better education and organize things for them so that they can better serve the clients and how can they be more involved with it? So, you know, if that's for anybody that has a team, I, I, I think that's crucial. Like my whole thought process moving forward is how do we build out these different platforms together? And it's not a me thing. It's an us thing. Like everybody wins thing. 
um, and, and giving people ownership of things, right? So, uh, you know, we have Coach Jess that runs our Stronger program, and she's absolutely awesome, um, has, you know, built it up and loves it, and, like, she lives it. I mean, she really lives it. So, of course, she, I'm going to have her educate and help her um, build out some would say content and structures around that they're going to live inside of these membership sites. So when we get an intern, she can coach them up on that. Uh, we have content for the end user. We have, you see what I'm saying? Like get your coaches more involved in, in producing the content uh, not only for the marketplace, but for internal systems, right? Because I'm going to, I'm going to give you this, this uh, a little disclaimer. They probably do some stuff better than you, right? Because, um, they've been doing it more frequently and what, what you can do is you can guide them and you can help them out, but you know, they're doing it. So if like Jesse's running stronger, she's connected to all the ladies. She's always thinking about how to do this, that, the other. And so of course, like, man, like have like help, help them produce the best type of stuff, but they're probably doing a bunch of stuff better than you. Right. So you got to drop the ego on that side of things and get your team more involved because what it'll do you know, because how is that going to help, you know, the, when, the, when the doors open up, when, when things uh, get back to, you know, semi-normal, normal? Well, when you have an empowered team and coaches and they're excited about, like, remember, if they're contributing and they feel appreciated and respected, like, they're going to put in way more work. They're going to be more focused. And they're, now they're working towards, you know, your vision, but their vision, too. It's like it's a com combined vision. Okay, so that's one of the things that I think is kind of gelling the two, right? Gelling some of the, I would say, uh, online aspects with the offline aspects. And one of the uh, other things that absolutely you should start working on right now, um, and that is, you know, I, this is such an over, okay, I'll say it, and it's like overplayed a little bit, right? Like, because everybody says it, but, but, but how much are you doing? And like being involved in the community. Um, and you have to really, really, really be proactive preactive like right now um and i'll just give you guys like even a, a little bit of an insight like we're actually uh working with the chamber of commerce right now so as soon as the doors open we're going to do something special for small businesses in our area and you know i brought the idea to them and i said hey look you know small business is struggling more than ever i understand I'm, i am small business i have multiple small businesses and Here's, you know, this is something that I was going to do last year and we never got to it because it, honestly, it was a, it was both, both a logistics thing and uh, we had some shifts in the team and whatnot. And so, but I already had shot a video. And so I, uh, you know, I sent it to, to the CEO of, of the chamber and she was like, well, this is phenomenal. Like we want to email out to for it and we want to be part of it. Actually, we're going to email out and say we're participating. Um, and, and they have uh, 20 plus employees. So, like we're looking to possibly have, you know, hundreds of people in, in this specific challenge uh, because we came, you know, we had the idea and went out to the community and said, hey, listen, how can we help? And it really is like a, you know, as I'm as I was talking to the, the CEO of the chamber, I said, look, uh, you know, straight up, there's, there's no strings attached, right? Like this will be free for 30 days. Uh, and obviously, we're gonna have a lot of work with it. But I, we feel that it's, it's more than worthwhile because people like not only do companies want to get together they want to be fit you know they want to go through a bonding experience in, in these hard times and so we want to create that so they loved it but once again it's it's with a giving hand right um we're we're since we're gonna go through you know at least may on this we're probably also going to do a virtual challenge 
But instead of charging this monthly membership, uh, we're just going to say that 100% of proceeds, we're going to create a fund and then it's going to go to small businesses in Renton that need help. And we're just going to give 100% of that money away, right? And, and once again, do, do, you know, is money not going to help us? Of course it will. Like, you know, it's hard for everybody. But I feel like, you know, the seeds that you, you kind of, uh, you plant in the tough times, right is is going to depend what your harvest is going to be like in the good times and and i think that you know there's too many people that aren't kind of putting the right seeds into the ground right now because they're scared and, and in scarcity and thinking too inwards versus thinking more outward and you, you guys got to be you guys and girls got to be the champions of your your not only your teams and your clients but your communities and you have to operate like that and i promise you like this is one of those like you know quote unquote, you should see me bending my fingers right now, like marketing strategies, right? Um, like, you know what a marketing strategy is? That's great. Like do the right thing, right? Do the right thing and, and do it in a way that, you know, uh, that essentially it, people talk about because it's awesome, right? Like you did awesome stuff and you help people and it's going to make people talk about it. Luke, I, I was going to say, how valuable, not, sorry to interrupt you, man. I just wanted to point out to everybody, like, you know, you and I were talking about how you were organizing a lot of things. How important do you feel like it is for, for people to disconnect from, you know, I know everybody's, everybody's feeling the effects of this thing, right? And it's normal to feel a little scarcity and worried that this isn't going to end or if your business is being negatively affected. But, you know, we were talking and you were saying how you were getting everything organized and how important do you think that is for fit pros, gym owners right now to, to set aside some time to, to do the things that you're telling them. But I think the first step is to get really organized and crystal clear on, on what they need to do during this time. Right. I, I think it's more important than, I mean, it's, I think it's always important, but I think it's more important than ever right now. Um, you know, and why would that be? Here, here's, here's the deal. Like I, you know, the first week I spent a little more time watching what's happening and now I shoot you not. I probably spend maybe 10 to 15 minutes a day. Like I, I have my right resources. I look at what's going on just to have, you know, just to have to be in loop, but that's, then that's that. That's it. I don't want to, I don't want more than that because now I'm just going and taking that information and, you know, making some, I would say, I don't know, predictions and then I'm acting right. Like that's, that's what I'm doing. So you should, you got a lot of time right now. I mean, that's the one thing that, you know, uh, and I get it. Some of you have your homeschooling kids, uh, you know, you, you have the family at home and I, I know that can be challenging. So everybody's a little bit of different place, but I do know that we all have time, right? And, and it just comes down to how we're allocating time. And I think that, you know, if you've ever think about like the conversations that we have, you know, Krebs with, with coaches, you know, whether they get into our mastermind program or some that don't that come to our events. And, you know, this is something we hear so much, right? Like, man, I wish I could just, you know, get a, a week break or two week break to just, think and you know and, and organize and structure and plan and strategize right i was talking to uh one of our guys marcus in the group and he's a younger guy i think marcus is shit i think he's only 23 man he has his own business he's doing very very well and he was talking about man i you know i wish i had this time all the time and i'm like well dude <laughs> you're single with no kids you have all the time right now so you know, I don't want to get too woo woo on you guys, but we are the creators of our time and what you focus on grows. So if you say, I don't have time, I don't have time. Sooner or later, you're going to fill your time with stuff that doesn't produce the results that you actually want. And one thing I can say for both myself and Luca is 
man, we've sacrificed a lot of things to put work in to be where we're at today. And there's no shortcut for that. You can't shortcut the hard work portion of it. You can't shortcut the making sure that you're looking out for other people. Cause that's another thing I know, you know, Luke is not a guy that brags about himself, but at the end of the day, I watch Luca and he's always making sure that he's going above and beyond for his community, for his clients, for other people. And I think that's a, a trait that we should all strive more for. And I was just telling him before we got on the podcast, there's on Netflix right now, Dave Chappelle has a, it's a, a documentary about him getting the Mark Twain award from the Kennedy center in New York city. And I highly suggest you guys all watch it because he encompasses what Luca was just talking about outside of the gym industry in itself. You know, the people that make the biggest impact are the ones that do things differently, right? They're the ones that don't always put themselves first. And it was wild to watch him have the impact he's had on the music industry and comedy and, you know, the Chappelle show and what impacts it's had on society in general. The fact that they brought him on Saturday Night Live right after Trump was was elected and he was actually, he looks at things in a really cool way. And that's one thing I can say is that, you know, <clears throat> we highly suggest that you guys read and study and find time to do the right things. Because if you're not, then you can't really complain about it. And when the doors do open back up, if you're not taking care of your people right now, or your team's not on point, or you're not on point, and you're not organized and structured right now, it's going to show. And we don't want that for you guys. We want the, the industry to, to thrive after this thing and not to do the whole survive and thrive thing like everybody else. But yeah, I think, I think it shows in this podcast how much we care about gyms and the work that you guys do, regardless if the government calls it essential or non-essential, it's fucking essential, you know, with a, with a population that is highly obese and unhealthy. What we're seeing is a virus like this ravaging the unhealthy people. Now, yes, healthy people are, are sick too, but at the end of the day, it's much harder to kill a healthy person. So, you know, not to go off the track here and not to take away from what Luca is pointing out to you guys, but I just want to make sure that you guys understand that, man, it's, if you go to a third world country, they have nothing, but they're more willing to give than most of the people that have everything in our country. So man, if you guys really want to win, take, a, take Luca's words to heart. I really want you to understand that. It's not just lip service or me just patting Luca on the back because he's my business partner and, and like family to me. What I want you guys to understand is like, he's telling you exactly how to get through this. And he's telling you exactly how you can make a massive impact in your communities, which I think is super important. It's why I've told every person that I've coached for the past 10 years to join the chamber of commerce. When I had my gym, that's one of the things that was the most valuable thing that I ever did was join the chamber. And I offered the five most powerful women in the city free training. And then I offered the heart association to sell my memberships at a discount, but they kept 100% of the proceeds. In a three to six month period, I'd have to go back and look, I doubled my membership because I did those things. So I got to help more people, I got to raise money for charities, which obviously Luca talks about all the time. They have charity boot camp every Saturday for as long as I can remember, forever. And so I just wanna, I wanna like highlight those things that he said, guys, like, hey, get planning now, get organized now, get structured now, give now, don't wait. Right. The longer you wait, again, what if this rolls out in June? So, Luke, what else do you think, you know, if we're rolling down this track or this path, what else do you think is important for you guys to really set in motion for when the doors do open back up? Uh, one of the things I was going to say is like, you know, really, I, I, what I hope is happening right now is that 
you really like you don't take for granted you know what we do and how amazing it is and you know just being able to like live and, and work in your vocation which which what i hope you know you guys believe that's what it is right is your vocation rather than a job rather than you know this thing that you do and because of that i hope that you know to me it's like when you stop taking things for granted what you end up doing is you start becoming a lot more present and then you start becoming a lot better at the basics and you know notice that like i, I i'll try to bring up the things that i believe you know are happening whether it's technologies or you know we're, we're always trying to innovate and you know, some of it's slowed down. I mean, me and, me and uh, uh, actually Joel's creating something new for the gym. It's called The Grid that's going to be nuts. And, you know, we'll be, we'll be the first gym that has it, uh, testing it for group training. It's like the future of group training to individualize it. Like th those things are like, I'm, I'm always looking towards that and, and thinking about innovation and tech and, you know, softwares and how do we plug things in and new cool equipment. But I promise you that none of that is, I would say, the key. I think the key is the basics, you know, and we've talked about the basics, but the basics, you know, when it comes to coaching and like really being like, you know what I look at when I, when I, um, when I'm going to another gym or big box gym or wherever, right? Like I just look at how engaged the coach is with the client. That's, that's one of the main things I look at, right? And not engaged, just like just talking their ear off, but just like, yeah, cracking a joke when it's the right time, you know, being insightful, asking a question, explaining some, something after the exercise so the client's better educated about it, you know, breaks down a different drill to help them teach a cue that they were trying to get, get across, right? Coaching, different angles, looking at the person, you know, if it's a group training, same thing, same but different, right? Like now you're managing 20, 30 people walking around, running around, like coaching, right? I just, I look at that and like, those are the basics and like, you know, I, I became, like I said, I, I hated the the Lakers and with that Kobe, but I respected him. I thought he was amazing. And as his career ended, I learned to love the guy more and more and more. And, you know, read every book, listened to every podcast, like you name it. And man, that dude, like he was obsessed with the basics, like 15, 16 years into his career. He's one of the greatest. And like he's practicing the little stuff, but he just does it so much better than anybody else that he would dominate. Like, you'd know what he's going to do, but he's still going to do it to you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's about to like dribble left, do the pump fake, then fade back 45 degrees off the, you know, bank it off the glass. Okay. You know, he's going to do it. And what are you going to do? Nothing. You're going to do your best. And he's still going to fucking like, you know, hand your face. He's still going to get buckets. Like that to me is, is I think that like you have an opportunity to, to really kind of realize how great this is that what we do and, and to, to recommit yourself to, excellence in the basics basics is stuff like writing appreciation cards basics is like finding out more about your clients so you can connect in a deeper way basics is you know learning how to be better at listening and communicating and so that then you can create programs that people are like oh man that's exactly what i want right it i mean of course we could do a, a, a year-long podcast around the basics <laughs> but um but but i i do feel like you know, I, I don't want you guys to like get away from the core of what we do um, because it's like some people that do cool shit to cover up that they're not great at the basics and they just don't care as much about the people, right? Because when you care about the people, you'll, you'll basically go out of your way. I, I can tell you right now and like not to kind of 
even like ramp on this shit because I just don't want to, honestly. But, you know, when all this happened and as it's happening, uh, I can tell you right now that the decisions that I made were for my people and uh, not necessarily the, the, the best, I would say, for me. But I, but I do think they're the best for me because what's best for my people is best for me and all of us and for the good of all down the line, right, down the line. Um, and so I, when you care, because I, I, I give a shit so much, they're like, I'll do whatever, right? I'll do whatever for our team and I'll do whatever for our clients. And, you know, that's the basics. And if you don't have that, then you got to cover up with smoke and mirrors, right? And then it's like, oh, we got this and we, we're, we're doing this and we're doing this cool thing. And, but the foundation's not there and it won't matter. And, and times like this are proving that, like, right? When you don't have a sturdy foundation and the earthquake shakes the fucking ground, like the sturdy foundation stand, the ones that were smoke and mirrors fucking fall to rubble. You know what I mean? Like, and so let this be a lesson because moving forward in life, you're going to, you know, other, other shit's going to happen. Recessions, uh, who knows what else, right? But you got to be prepped for it and you prep for it by every single fucking day, like giving your all to the basics and becoming absolutely world-class excellent at that stuff. So that your foundation is so strong that when things like this do happen, you are in a much, 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 thousand more muches better position to not only survive, but to thrive long-term. So that's my, maybe 99 cents on that one. Maybe that's 99 cents. I'm not sure, but either way. It's a dollar 25. Dollar 25. I mean, I think, I think at this point, like, man, there's a lot to think about in a lot of to do's in, in the podcast so far. But I think it, it, you know, it's thought provoking what you presented to everybody. In, in my opinion, man, is like, shit, you can't really argue any of it. It's just, I think if we had to build it into a structure, it'd be, hey, like, set aside some time to get organized and clear on what is going to happen when the doors open and don't wait to start giving back, right? Don't wait to start taking care of your people. Don't wait on those things. And then as always, stick to the basics. Right at the end of the day, foundational, fundamental things are what differentiates a white belt and a black belt is just the ability for the black belt to apply the things that matter better. Right? They're not the guys that are doing the fancy shit. They're just doing the the real stuff, the foundational stuff, just way better. And the timing that they're using it as. And I think that's the same thing inside of business, right? It's the consistency and the persistence, right? Persistence and consistency. It's two things that I think you can apply to anything, relationships, you know, your business, your own discipline, like these things matter, guys. So, um, Luke, is there anything else you want to add on this topic? Or you feel like you, uh, you laid it out there today? I mean, you know, buddy, I could keep adding to the well, you topic. Know what we could do, we could add a little fun to the end of the episode. We could have a little, you know what we'll do just to keep things a little lighter with, uh, the current state of affairs in the universe with things a little out of whack. Um, I choose to bring a little, a little fun and humor to the, to the podcast this time. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to play a little game. Like we played on a little interview the other day, the video stuff. We're going to play a little questions game. And if you guys don't agree with us, then you can just send us messages. You can give us your two cents. And remember, there's always an option for you guys that are listening to send in questions. We'll do Q and A's. We'll try to make sure that we touch on things that are valuable to you guys, but I'm going to try to stump Luca right now. Okay. And we're going to say this. What is the single greatest DMX song of all time? Oof. 
DMX created itself. You can only pick one. Okay, okay, but but I have to hold on because I have uh, I have to take a moment here. You can't look it up on your. You got You got to come off the top of the dome with it. You can't look it up on. Spotify. No, I'll, I'll come off the top of the dome, but I have to think about it. Hmm. Greatest DMX song of all time. I mean, <laughs> I. It's hard to argue. Fuck, this is so challenging for me. Uh, Side note, DMX is one of Luca's favorite artists, myself as well. This is why I brought up the question and I'm making him pick one song because I know he really wants to pick like 10. I mean, I think the, I mean, it's hard to argue against the Rough Riders anthem because it's just such a, uh, <laughs> so I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give you my top three, okay? <laughs> now here, here's here's one that you might have not thought okay and uh you remember slipping yeah of course I'm slipping i'm falling i can't now i'm gonna tell you a story okay you may have not heard the story i i, I swear you can look this up you can <laughs> you can look this shit up it's true right so you know x has been in out of jail like 100 times by now and one of the last times when he was uh he when he was in jail well actually before he was going to go in and whatever the sentence was going to be like five, he was going to get five years or something. And his lawyer looks at the judge and says, Hey, I, I just want to play something for you. And he plays slipping the whole song in court. And I should you not. The judge goes like, all right, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll do a year. Dude. And he, because he played the slipping song, the judge took his sentence from five years to a year. Look this up. You can Google this shit. You can find it. That's how powerful that shit is. Okay. That, what's your top three? Rough Rider Anthem, Slipping, and what else? Uh, I mean, I, I remember when uh, where the hood at came out. Mm. So, so that might be my three. I mean, it, it, there's so many. Um, Want to hear my three? Rough Rider Anthem, obviously, because it's what really it was his breakout hit. Number two, how's it going down? Mm. Number three, Damien. Damien's filthy. Damien's but there's a million other songs that I would also throw on the list, but those are my three. Yeah, Who We Be is crazy good. Obviously, the you know, Party is uh, partied up in here. Like, that was an anthem. X going to give it to you. Mm. Uh, but, man, like, <laughs> what these bitches want, like, that – like we always laugh because uh, me and my buddies will like sing that song at, at the end when he's saying all the all the names. It's it's hilarious, but I I certainly believe that. Uh, I, I still think that like you know you know why it, the 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 Rough Rider anthem though because when it came out, not like nobody like nothing sounded like what X sounded like. You know what I mean when that stuff when it came out, and it was stop drop. You know it's like it was it was just so different. And to this day and like in decades moving forward, if you put that music on and you don't get amped up when you train, I can't, like, we just can't be friends. It's just unfortunate. If you don't so, like hip hop, we apologize ahead of time for this conversation, but I'm not really sorry. sorry yeah, no. maybe we'll do a country edition some other time. Dude, we also forgot about one song that I may have to slip in there, which is What's My Name. Yep, filthy. And then you got, I mean, here's the thing. Like, we, we could now go into this. Um, and it, oh yeah. I mean, that, that, that's, that's, it's hard to beat that entrance right there. Very true. 
we might have to do a whole DMX episode. I think that we might have to do an episode on uh, on our favorite shows, favorite movies, and uh, favorite rap albums of all time. But let's wrap this up, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. It's episode number 27. Like we said, hey, action alleviates anxiety, but only 100% of the time. Set aside some time. Get clear. Get focused. Be efficient. Be productive. And when the doors open back up, you'll be ready. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.